Visita Sprint esta semana y encuentra las mejores ofertas. Apresúrate y visita una tienda Sprint hasta el 26 de enero y recibes por cuenta nuestra el nuevo iPad con una pantalla retina más grande de 10.2 pulgadas y teclado inteligente. Además, te damos 100 dólares al cambiarte. iPad de séptima generación con 32 gigas por 0 dólares al mes luego de crédito mensual de 19 dólares con 17 centavos que se aplica dentro de dos facturas por 24 meses. Con verificación de crédito y nueva línea en plan elegible. Si cancela temprano, el saldo restante será exigible. Impuestos se pagan al momento de la venta. Requiere teléfono activo en la cuenta. Con tarjeta Mastercard prepagada que se envía luego de traspaso. Inscripción en línea y 60 días de servicio en una nueva línea. I'm legally blind. This is the most successful podcast to come out of Monkey County, Oklahoma. You are now tuned in to the Hat Trick Podcast with your host, Drew D. Brain Branson. I will podcast for straight booze. And Dustin D. Crab Crabtree. You can't crack the crab. And Michael D.M. Paul. I'm ready to stop eating that spicy chicken. warmed up yeah gotta do your vocal exercises yep so so are y'all ready yeah i'm ready Does, have you, do have y'all you, hear the difference do people out there hear the difference not really i doubt it <laughs> i hope so i hope they do <laughs> for quality sounds better five stars please hey speaking of i wanted to give a shout out real quick <laughs> um not my norm whoever you are yeah, they left a very nice review. Yeah, Matt King left us a review too, but we've been giving people, <laughs> we've been having people give us, um, we've had a few people anyway, yeah, uh, review us on iTunes and just like give us some stars. So shout, shout out to, out to you, you guys. Are. Thank you, people. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> a five star review. Thanks. Well, because it was like, been doing this for a year and finally got a review. <laughs> well, it was like Matt gave us five stars, which was cool. Yeah. But like, whoever not my norm is, gave us yeah. five stars. Sorry, I have. That Chinese indigestion. Yeah, yeah, all the MSGs. Yep. Anyway, but um, two of the people left us five-star reviews, and one of the person left us a four-star review. Yeah. So I'm just like, I kind of like the guy who gave us four, the four-star review, because he's real. Yeah, because he, cause he's most definitely like, I like the, it's like, I like yeah, the uh, right. topics, but he's, he's like, he's on board Aww. with most of what we say. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, there's some things he probably doesn't agree with. <laughs> I'm gay, so <laughs> so you get four stars. So you get four stars, <laughs> and then it's like changed review to like one star. <laughs> Don't like it at all. <laughs> it's just like damn it. <laughs> all right, so we're talking about John Benet Ramsey today. John Benet. John Benet. Benet. I thought this was a dude. We talked to Michael about it last night, and he was like, "So what did he do? <laughs> <laughs> it was bad." <laughs> Shows you how much research I did. She died. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, she's she's dead, <laughs> and so, uh, um. Shocker. So, like, the way it is, like, her dad's name was is John Bennett Ramsey. Yeah. So they just, like, mixed the two names together and made it John Bennett. Yeah, they said they Ramsey. called it a portmanteau or some yeah, shit. Yeah, it's some kind of, it's like menage a trois or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, anyway, her middle name was Patricia, so John Bennett Patricia Ramsey. Yeah. Um, she was born August 6, 1990. Just a wee bit older than me. Yeah. Would have like been. five years older than me. Yeah. <laughs> Would have been. She was old she'd be older than me, technically. Yeah. By what year were you born? Ninety four? Ninety four. August seventeenth, nineteen ninety four. Drew Michael Branson. I mean anything else you need to know to steal his identity? 
Social Security, four four nine. Stop it. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> so I should have used Tony's uh, Social Security number. Well, not a Social Security oh. number, but his like birthday. <laughs> Isn't it in July? July eleventh. Yeah. Ninety four. Yeah. He's not that much. He's like a month and some change older than me. Which he's like the he feel I feel like he's the youngest out of all of us, but he's actually the he, second oldest. He next was to like Matt. the yeah. Almost the youngest one in his class, wasn't he? He was. I was the youngest. He was second youngest. Yeah. And then we had Tim, who was like a month older than Tony, hmm. and everybody else was at least a year older. But Tim's in jail now, so. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> not not really <laughs> worth talking about. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. Just fun facts. So, um, December twenty fifth, twenty sixth. It was the night of Christmas, uh, early morning hours of the twenty sixth on uh, in nineteen ninety six. Uh, John Bonnet Ramsey was killed in her home and, um, you know, made to believe like she was kidnapped. There was a ransom letter found and, uh, pretty much like, I don't know, like I, I, I've only heard you, Michael, you, Tony and Kelsey y'all are the only people I've ever met that don't know anything about John Bonnet Ramsey. Never heard of it. And that's why yeah. I'm just like, I remember like being in the store with my mom and you know, like where all the candy and stuff like that is. Yeah. Like you could look up at like the Enquirer magazine. It's just like that fucking picture right there. Yeah, it seems like once a year, like there'd be a picture of that on like yeah. the National Enquirer or some like Entertainment you know what, Weekly. You know what I think about when I see that? What the little cute little girl from Little Rascals? That's it. <laughs> With the black hair? Yes. I mean, I know th- I know this girl's blonde, but <laughs> <laughs> I just like love the discrepancies in reality of Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, with the black hair and the Indian skin and the red dot on her forehead? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that one. Makes <laughs> you yeah. think of her, exactly. <laughs> so, um, John Bonet Ramsey, she was a pageant queen? What do you yeah, call her? Yeah, she was a beauty queen, child beauty queen, whatever. Like, she'd won a bunch of competitions. Yeah. You know, um, she had, like, titles. It was like... Yeah, she, Little Miss Colorado, Little Miss Clarvoix. I don't know how to fucking pronounce that shit. Yeah, I think that's some, like, fancy pageant person's name. Um, Colorado State All-Star Kids Cover Girl, America's Royal Miss, uh, National Tiny Miss Beauty, um, and there's a bunch of other ones. She had, like, 24 titles under her belt. I mean, that's how you would word it. That's how it is. I mean, (laughs) Yeah. So, she's won 24. I mean, how many has she done? Like, this is actually, like, a big... Probably (laughs) 25. I mean, she's I mean, she's six years old, so there's not a lot of time. True that, you know. But like, what these things? I didn't look. I didn't do any research on like child beauty pageants because yeah, I just like can't have that on my search history. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. like, um, like I've heard a lot about it, and it just sounds too fucking disgusting for me. Like I would never fucking let my daughter. I, be I don't in like one. yeah. Because here's the thing: like, I have a niece who I think if they had gotten her into it. She'd be all for it. Like, I think that, like, girls that age are, would, like, if you talk to them about it, they probably are all for it if you get them, like, young. But yeah. it's, like, it's not really, to me, I don't think it's a good thing. No, I don't think it's a good thing either and because, I mean, like, you also have, like, the people, like, there's so <laughs> many, like, perverts out there that yeah. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't live with myself at night if it was just, like, there's probably some beard bearded bald man you know well don't yeah. don't home. search the history of how many of them in your neighborhood right now then <laughs> no. I, I did it when i lived two blocks from you <laughs> yeah 
I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, there's like there's, there was a like eleven. Yeah, it didn't yeah. it didn't surprise me, but like I just couldn't fucking do it. But like, did you hear the thing about the French? What about them? Like the French, like in I think 2010 or 2013, they, they, outlawed. they outlawed it. Any yeah. girl over or under like 16, I think it is, can't mm-hmm. participate in them because it over sexualizes. Yeah. Like this is the French who, <laughs> like we have the French kiss. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So like these people are like very sexual people, but when it comes down to like their kids, I mean, I guess they put a cap on it. Well, I mean, that's a, what I was saying was what, like. Oh, one kid... thing that they said like they don't want to end up like the Americans. So yeah. I'm just like. <laughs> That's you good. know we got a fucking problem. That's yeah. a good goal. <laughs> like, because, like, kids that age can't, like, your parents are the ones who are making you do this. Yeah. And so it's like, she, I'm sure she had fun, but it's just kind of like, she would have had fun just, like, playing a sandbox. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you could have, you don't have to go hide your children, but it's just like, maybe don't go put them in something that's, like, judging their looks. Yeah. And, and like. Gonna, like, there was, there's one of them, um. Like that, you know, just watching the videos of John Bonet Ramsey, like she's in like this, um, it's like, it's not like a two piece bikini. It's like a one piece. You know what I mean? Uh, and I'm just like, she's six years old. Yeah. Like there's no telling like how old she was whenever that was taken. So, I mean, you know, yeah. anywhere from like five years old to, you know, I, there's no fucking way. Yeah. So, I mean, I even think like adult women who get into these, like it's nothing on them, but it's just like I feel like there's a bunch of skeevy people in that environment too, yeah. and so I'm just like it's got to be even worse with kids. Is that the computer? Yeah, Windows Defender summary. No, you yeah. need to check your shit. No, uh, I don't have antivirus. But <laughs> like, it's just I I've heard like a lot about them, and I don't think that anything. I think for some girls, some good can come out of it, but like the most of it, I would see like the girls growing up. Getting like a fucking heroin addiction or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, well, it's it's the idea of you're banking on your looks, mm-hmm. like you're going in something and being judged basically on how pretty you are. Like, I mean, they ask you questions and stuff, but like, still, yeah. you know, and it's just like that. To me, that's like not really the message you should send anybody. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. There, there's just no, there's no, there's no way I could. Yeah. Allow my kids to do I wouldn't it. Want like, my kids to be in it. if somebody else's kids are in it, that's fine. I mean, I'm not going to go watch because, <laughs> like, <laughs> way yeah, to I be mean, supportive I'm... of my children, Dustin. No, I, like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd be weirded out if Michael was like, "Hey, my my six year old daughter is going to be in a beauty pageant, and I really want you guys to come and just be like." You're going to make us sit through that? Like, it's your kid, but you're going to make us sit through it, too? Like, you don't even want to sit through this shit, Michael. Yeah, like, you know those Labor Day... like That's mama's job. <laughs> you know those Labor Day things that they have, you know, like in Henrietta or whatever? Yeah. Um, like, they have, like... I think they have one for, like, you know, kids and babies or whatever, but it's, like, this one time a year, and it, I don't yeah. know. I like, think when I was, like, a ba- like a one-year-old baby, my mom You were mom in the beauty pageant? Me, mm-hmm. Well, not it's not a beauty pageant. It was, like, cutest baby pageant or some shit. Yeah. And like my mom, that's a put slap me in, in that. the face of the, all the all the other children. But, but it's you just ugly like, bastard. And it wasn't. It was like the label, like the pecan festival or yeah. some shit. Like, so like, I mean, I could kind of, I could see those because I mean, I'm sure my wife will want to put my kids in those. Yeah, that's a different know, thing because that's like, just like that's, you're a baby. Yeah, like that's completely different from like, okay, as soon as you can walk, you're gonna have a talent portion. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, but this is what she was in. This is what her mom, you know, had her in. Her dad. um now was he like the chairman or president, president of um, Access, of Access Graphics, Graphics, which, which was is like, owned by Lockheed Martin? Yeah, 
and that was like a weapons developer, right? Yeah. Because so I like don't know X- a whole bunch about like. Uh, go ahead. Access Graphics is was like a software kind of company. Yeah. And um, but then they were owned by Lockheed Martin, which owns a bunch of things, which is a weapons company, which is like. It's one, you know. There's a lot of conspiracies about Lockheed Martin just because it's like they make a bunch of, you know, they sell weapons for wars. They're like a war machine kind of yeah. view about them. I don't know a lot about them, like other than hearing people with tinfoil hats on. Yeah, talking I about mean, it. There's not. You can look up like a Wikipedia page, but I mean, for me, I didn't want to read all that. Well, that and I feel like it's probably just like we make quality weapons. Yeah, probably <laughs> something along like, those lines. You know. So, Let's now, find out. her dad was, you know, we said he's, like, the chairman. Now, his, you know, net worth this time was, like, $6.5 million Yeah. around those terms. Around, you, know, so, you know. And this was in the 90s, which, it's not like this was in the fucking 40s, but still, yeah. that's, it'd be yeah. a bit more in today's money. One million in today's money would get me by. <laughs> Back then? I don't know. Or, like, right now. <laughs> I said right now. Oh, <laughs> Uh, well, any, it wouldn't last you your whole life, Michael. Any time in my life, I think I could make it. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just like Michael wins the lottery for $1 million and he just like quits his job. Does, all he does is eat pork and beans. <laughs> just like sits in his like modest home, just like eating my pork and beans. And <laughs> <laughs> he, gets shows, a, he gets a check for like three grand a week or a month. Yeah. And just like lives the rest of his life like paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I didn't have to work, I think I could do it. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You need I've at least seen, a good solid like, I've seen twenty million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I spent Go money refinance like I wasn't. my camper to pay off my credit cards. <laughs> I had to live while I was unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> so had to have some fun. Type, this in, ac- type do. in access graphics on Google and it brings up John Bennett. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean I think whenever you talk about John Bennett uh, John you know, John Bennett Ramsey and you're going to get anything that has, you know, tied to him is probably going to pop him up whenever you do this, like a web search. Cause this is still a big case. It's, you know, it's open 22, it's 22, going on 22 years old. So, I mean, it's, and it's still that big. So, yeah. But, um, now the 20, 25th on Christmas day, 1996, they attend a party at what's his name? Fleet white. Yeah, they have a friend named Fleet White. They attend the party at his place, and they they state that they come home around nine thirty. And John Bonet, she's zonked out in the car. They take her straight to bed, and then um, her older brother Burke stays up, and her father stays up. And they, you know, he play, you know, their her dad plays with Burke for a little while. They go they go to bed around ten thirty, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, just like a normal night, probably. Yeah, just kind of like a normal night. Uh, they they were getting up in the morning to go to their other house in Michigan. Yeah. And um, so they wake up the 26th around like 5.30. Um, Patsy Ramsey, the mom, she gets up and she... One account says that she goes into John Bonet's room and she's not there. And then she goes downstairs and then finds a ransom note on the at the bottom of the steps, right? Yeah, so she found the found the ransom note, which she found it around five fifty ish. Twenty minutes. Well, you go to the bathroom when you wake up. And yeah, well, um, somebody somebody had said, or one of the one of those pages had said that she like 
Um, she might have been doing like some laundry or got you know her stuff together for the day. Yeah. Uh, maybe packed a little bit. I don't. Yeah, I think let you the kids sleep already, in as long as you can. Yeah, I think you would have done that because uh, they were going to fly on probably a pl- private jet, if I'm guessing. Yeah, I don't think they had to worry about making a certain <clears> time. I mean, yeah. sure they did to an extent, but it's not like. Oh, we gotta go get in line, and, yeah. and this I mean, is also not, before nine eleven, so it's like, yeah, you know, you're not in a hurry. If you yeah. have to be at the airport, if your flight leaves at eight o'clock, you can probably get there at seven and be okay. Yeah. Whereas today, you need to get there at I don't know four. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gotta get there early. So I mean, it's not that she probably just kind of got to probably put some stuff together and like yeah, went to day. check. Um, the other account says that she goes down to the bottom of the stairs, finds a note, runs up to. Uh, John Bonet's room and finds she's not there and then freaks out but so she finds a ransom note and she immediately says she calls the police and we'll play the which uh, is ironic because the note said don't call the police yeah well she says it's like she didn't read the whole thing and uh, and like I will read the ransom note here in a second and but I don't think it gets into like cause it's you know, it's about three pages yeah. So I don't think that if she like looked at the front page, she might not have seen where it said that. Yeah. But also at the in the in the nine one one call, she says it's just signed Victory SBTC. Yeah. So she's seen the end of it, which I mean you can skim through it. I can kind of see that, but you know we'll talk about that later on. Yeah. I mean, do you want to read the note? Do you want me to read? No, you the go note? ahead. You're better at reading than I am. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go ahead and read it, and then read. we'll because I mean in the way things went, she would have. At least read some of it before calling nine one one. So yeah. I'll I'll go ahead and read it, and then here in a second we'll play the nine one one clip for you. Um, so she finds this note, and it's addressed. Here here goes, Mister Ramsey. Listen carefully. We are a group of individuals that represent a small foreign faction. We do respect your business, but not the country that it serves. At this time, we have your daughter in our possession. She is safe and unharmed. And if you want her to see nineteen ninety seven, you must follow our instructions to the letter. You will withdraw one hundred eighteen thousand dollars from your account. $100,000 will be in $100 bills and the remaining 18000 in $20 bills. Make sure that you bring an adequate size attache to the bank. When you get home, you will put the money in a brown paper bag. I will call you between 8 and 10 a.m. tomorrow to instruct you on delivery. The delivery will be exhausting, so advise you to be rested. If we monitor you getting the money early, we might call you early to arrange an earlier delivery of the money and hence an earlier pickup of your daughter. Any deviation of my instructions will result in the immediate execution of your daughter. You will also be denied her remains for proper burial. The two gentlemen watching over your daughter do not particularly like you, so advise you do not provoke them. Speaking to anyone about your situation, such as police, FBI, etc., will result in your daughter being beheaded. If we catch you talking to a stray dog, she dies. If you alert bank authorities, she dies. If the money is any way marked or tampered with, she dies. You will be scanned for electronic devices, and if any are found, she dies. You can try to deceive us, but be warned that we are familiar with law enforcement countermeasures and tactics. You stand a 99% chance of killing your daughter if you try to outsmart us. Follow our instructions, and you stand a 100% chance of getting her back. You and your family are under constant scrutiny, as well as the authorities. Don't try to grow a brain, John. You are not the only fat cat around, so don't think that killing, that killing, think that killing will be difficult. Don't underestimate us, John. Use that good southern common sense of yours. It's up to you now, John. Victory, SBTC. Yeah. So, one quick thing, like, <clears throat> at this point in time, like, I mean, the last week or so, I've been watching Lethal Weapon, um, <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it's got Mel Gibson, so, 
Um, <laughs> like the, the, it's a great movie. <laughs> no, but like the movie Ransom was playing in theaters at the time of this. And that had, I mean, that's one of Mel Gibson's big films. Oh, yeah. Um, it has quotes from that. It has quotes from the movie Speed with Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Y'all, yeah. y'all seen that, Yeah, it's right? a good movie. Um, and it's got a couple other quotes from, you know, like other blockbuster movies. So, like, the whole thing kind of, like, seems like something that you would see in a movie. So it's, yeah. like, really good. It's good and scripted, which, I mean, I'm like, you know, these guys, if the, if, you know, if you want to play the part in, these are actually, like, you know, people that took her, took the daughter. I mean, they're beefing it up pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like a two-and-a-half-page note. Yeah, I mean, yeah, clo- I mean, it's really close to three notes, which is, like, weird because the FBI people, you know, they say that, like, most of them, they're, I don't know how many words, maybe, like, 20 words. Yeah, not a lot. Not a lot at all. Like, basically, the FBI says... We have says, your child. We want your money. Meet us here. Yeah, it's basically saying, like, you know, just what Michael said, but it's short, sweet, short to the point. Short sweet. Mm-hmm. This one's long and drawn out. Yeah. And Smart. We'll, we'll talk about the ransom note here in a second. Let's go ahead and play the um, the clip of the 911 call. Yeah, so Patsy read the note, got to a phone. She called 911 at 5.52 a.m. So here you go. So that was, those are some notes. So, I mean, obviously, I mean, she sounds distraught. Yeah, very, very, I mean, which we'll get into the theories later, but I mean, looking at it from what it is, I mean, she's pretty messed up, which I, you know, I can, I can only imagine how it would be. I mean, it, I hope I never fucking find out, but yeah. So that's at like what? Almost six. Yeah, it was 5.52 when she made the phone call. Okay. So the cops get there shortly. Um, I mean, I'm imagining, I don't know, like, the in-between details, but I'm guessing just, like, a bunch of the cops show up, and then but basically, like, what it boils down to, the FBI shows up, they drop, like, a wiretap, and, the, and yeah. then they leave. Yeah, so they put a wiretap in the phone so that if the people, the kidnappers were to call, it would record what they said. Yeah. Or uh, if... Man, they should have put something that just recorded everything in the house, too. 
that way they were talking about oh yeah they didn't find out we did it <laughs> well so well, at the time uh, you know yeah. they didn't want to think that yeah that's um, true so like, after a little while it boils down to there's one cop just you know one deputy cop she's left there her name is Linda Arndt yeah. Arndt it's like A R D N T. Yeah, I think Arndt is more fun to say. I mean, uh, that's just like the easiest way to pronounce it. I mean, I'm not a scholar here. <laughs> what aren't you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so she's left with the family, um, and she says that you know she has an interview on YouTube. You can look it up. Um, Lin- yeah. It's Linda Arndt. You know it. You'll figure it out. The interview was done in 1999. Yeah. Um, th- uh, about three years after. Yeah. So she says look, when she arrives on the scene, the interviewer asks her, you know, how would you describe their actions? And she said, cordial. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she, and she's <laughs> the interviewer says, well, what do you mean? Cordial. Yeah. That's kind of how they were acting. She, um, yeah, she just keeps saying cordial. Like, I mean, we'll get into it. If you watch this interview, like if you, for whatever reason, decide to stop the podcast now and go watch that interview, and you listen to it, like, you would think that the Ramseys were, like, monsters, like, hearing her talk. Yeah. And it's, like, you have to take her stuff with, at this point, a few years later, there's been a lot of scrutiny on the police, and they said that the investigation wasn't done well, and they kind of said that she didn't do her job well. So, she has, I don't know how to explain it, like... I don't, you need to really listen to what she says. It's really interesting to hear what she says. But I think that she also has emotions because there's people coming at her saying she didn't do her job well. Well, like when, when you look at like what we got, what we're going to bring to the table here in a little bit, she didn't, I don't, I don't think she did her job. She wasn't, she was kind of a rookie too, because the, yeah. a bunch of uh, the cops that came or the police that came were people low enough on totem pole that they had to work like the day after Christmas, yeah. you know, like all the other people who had seniority probably had the time off were at home. Yeah. And so they sent, and also when she's getting called, you're hearing there's a kidnapping and someone's supposed to call in a few hours to let you know where to give us the money. Yeah. So, so she's kind of like taking these mental notes on what she sees and she notices that, you know, John and Patsy Ramsey, they stay basically in separate rooms the entire time. Yeah. Um, at one point, uh, John Ramsey's like going through his mail. Like I, I think a lot of it is like she's kind of judging them off of what she thinks that she, how she thinks that they're supposed to act. Which nobody's gonna act the same way. You know how I act in this situation might be completely different from how y'all act in this situation. Like not I said, to I mentioned three years later. Well, no, 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 no. Like she's she's talking about like how they were acting when she arrived on the scene that oh, day. Oh, the yeah, interview yeah. was three years. Yeah, later. the interview was three years later. Okay. But um. So I thought you were I th- saying talking about how they acted in the interview three years later. No, no, no. no. I was about to say, they I didn't think inter- I could act a little calm in that situation. Yeah. They didn't interview the Ramses. We're talking about an interview with the cop. With the, oh, with, yeah. The, this with is the Officer Arnt. Officer Arnt. Um, officer but yeah, I think like a lot of it, she's kind of judging them, like I said, off of how she thinks that they're supposed to act. Yeah. When, and you can't do that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to be like a liberal or whatever, but like that kind of really isn't fair. Well, it's, uh, <laughs> I mean, I understand like, you should expect them to act a little, you know, sad and kind of freaking out a little bit, but I mean, and, and it's not even to say that they weren't, but I mean, whenever the way she made it sound, the way was, she, the way she made, and probably the way that they were acting might have been cordial. I mean, well, who's I don't, I don't, you know, nobody knows. Well, they're very, they're very rich. Uh, Patsy was like a 
beauty queen herself growing up. Mm-hmm. I've kind of feel like they have this thing of like they're they're probably used to not showing their true emotions to people anyways. Yeah. Because they're probably in a lot of you know, he's going to meetings where he can't be emotional. Like he has to be able to kind of remove himself from And stuff. her whole life growing up probably in beauty pageant, she's gotta you know, play the part. And I, yeah. I mean I, I I get it. And also I mean we've all gone through hard stuff. Like you you're not gonna cry for four hours straight. Like you're just physically not gonna be able to do that. Yeah. So like if they if she was expecting him to just be like a mess, like literally just like laying down, not knowing what to do, like at this time, based off what she's seen, they're trying to figure out a way to get their daughter back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you have to look for weird stuff to see if this is really what's going on. Yeah. But if you're, if we're just playing it right now, by the way, that what we know, mm-hmm. you have this ransom note. No one knows where John Bonet is. Yeah. To on the surface. And. I mean, I think, like, the weirdest thing about it for her and, you know, what she's talking about is, like, you might think that they'd be in the same room at yeah. some point in time, but, like, they're kind of, like, keeping their distance. And, you know, he's, like, on the phone talking to, like, you know, canceling his jet to, you know, <laughs> Michigan and stuff like that, which that's not – it's weird, but, I mean, it's not, you know, out of the picture. Yeah, I mean, I mean, these are – you know, like I said, everybody's different. So, I mean, I I give them the benefit of the doubt. You but, used to oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, I'm, no, I just say used to when I would when I've heard that before. I was thinking like, why would you bother calling? But then I'm like, that dude's gonna be sitting in that jet all damn day waiting for you. <laughs> well, that's what I was gonna say. I like if I had plans with y'all and I had something terrible going on, I might not sit here and call you and talk to you for thirty minutes and be like, yeah, this is going on. Because like if I had something like that going on, I probably would let y'all know. Like, man, something fucked up is happening. Yeah. But like. I would get a hold of something. Like, if I was supposed to meet you, yeah. I would still say, hey, big emergency. Yeah. Can't meet yeah. you. Well, it gets weirder, like, on down the line, whenever he's calling up his jet guy or whatever, saying, hey, we need to go to Atlanta. Yeah. And, you know, the cops are like, what the hell are you talking about? I got a meeting I can't get out of. Okay. You can get out of your daughter. Your daughter's gone. missing. Yeah. So, like, that's where I throw kind of, like, that out of the window. Like, yeah. He's more worried about his money. I mean, I don't even, Yeah, probably so. But. Anyway, like, you know, getting back on track, you know, from from there, it ends up being Fleet White, um, which is their, it's a family friend. Uh, I think the cops even call, like, a um, a help, like, a crisis group Squad. or something like that. Squad. <laughs> and, like, the thing about it is, like... And their minister shows up. Yeah. But, like, this crisis squad, like, cleans their fucking kitchen. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was, like, all their friends and close family that were around just... Hey guys, come to the house. Our daughter's missing, and while you're at it, can we clean house? <laughs> well, no, like the cops called the crisis people, and like the crisis people like clean up for them. But like wow. it ends up being like John, Patsy, and like three or four of their friends, and like a minister or something like that, yeah. with Linda Arndt, yeah, you know, the police, uh, the police officer. So she says at ten o'clock comes and goes. Nobody says anything. Yeah. Which like for me, I'm just like I re- you know I read the note, and I'm like, who's to say it wasn't like ten a.m. The twenty seventh, you know, because yeah, I mean, that's what I at first I was like, what? true, I never thought about that. So, like, I don't know if like maybe that's what they were thinking, but you know, she takes a note of it. Nobody says anything. You know, the officer aren't. She says it. She's like, nobody says anything. Ten o'clock comes and goes. Nobody says anything. Which I'm like, did you say anything? You know what I mean? Yeah. But which, and I'm not trying to shoot this lady in the foot, but like, because there's stuff. There's some things where like I can see where she's coming from, but yeah, I think. She, 
I mean, I just think it's like you can. I'm a person who overanalyzes stuff, and like you could get a lot of from it. But who's like this is also weird. It just popped in my head. What time zone are these people in? Like, well, not, even, they, not they, even being a dick, but just I mean, like, are they like? gonna be kind of funny like 10 a.m for us like just to be you know i would think that like if they were there to take your daughter they would know the time yeah they'd be on your time i would think they would go off of your time if well i know but i'm just saying that's a you know yeah i I get what you're saying if you know it's just throwing it out there makes sense but like it never really like came across as weird for me like nobody said anything when 10 a.m came because it was just like we could be talking about tomorrow um so it gets down to like one. I think it was around one. She says, "All right, look." She's. I think she said she wanted to give him something to do, yeah. and keep him from like touching stuff. So she says, "Don't touch anything, but go back and look again. Look for anything out of place." Ramsey goes straight to the basement with See, Fleet hold, White. Before you get there, what I what kind of threw me off is when they first, you know, the cops get there. They're looking for the daughter. Typically, like if I'm a cop, I'm gonna check every single room, every single. As a parent, you would think they would yeah. check everything, but I'm, I'm like her about, body is in the basement. Yeah, but I'm talking about like just if I was the cop and I got called, you know, do a sweep of the house. First thing you want to do is try to find. They don't daughter. even the cops don't even look because they they the well, way the, the way I think it is they take it as like ransom note kidnapping. Well, she's not here. Well, what I read was uh one one of the cops first I've seen one of the two or whatever. He went through the houses and he looked over and he seen the door with a latch on it that went to the basement and just kept going. Yeah, I read and, that he saw the door and just didn't go check. Yeah, he it. was like, eh, and just checked the rest of the house, everything but that door. But like, didn't go down in the basement he or did. went into the well, basement? Well, it's in the he basement, did. but it's not like, it's not like you, these are rich people, crap. Yeah, so I know, like, I know, I know, I know. Like, there's a wine cellar. Like, yeah, so. Burke has like a train room down there. Yeah, so he but went like, in the basement. He was just like walking, he was walking down the hallway or whatever, whatever it is. And, you know, there's a door on the left-hand side or right, whatever. And it's got a wooden latch, I think is what it said. There's some kind of latch on it. Yeah, it's got a latch. And, like, they make note make note of that in what I read. And he just looks at it, doesn't think anything of it, keeps going, checks every other room in the house. Except for the but, one except but, for the one where I didn't she's take at. It, I didn't take it as he checked every room in the house, but that, I just Because, like, I didn't as... think they went down into the basement. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm a cop, I'm going to check Go everything in the, in the yeah. house. Yeah. Well, and ironically... They don't. Well, another thing about it is like Fleet White is down there and the room where she's in doesn't have a light. Yeah. And the door's open. So like he's in the doorway where and he's like literally five feet from her, but he turns around. But whenever John Ramsey goes down in there, whenever they say, you know, go down there, you know, go check, check everything, but don't touch anything. Exactly. He goes straight to that room and, and what's he do? He, and he sees her and then he, you know, he finds her body, picks her up. Fucked uh, up right there. Takes the tape off of her mouth and her throat, runs her upstairs. Now, whenever he gets upstairs, the I, say her name. Who? Linda Arndt. Linda Arndt. Well, yeah, go ahead. She looks at her watch, says it's five after one, mm-hmm. and says, "Don't touch her. Put her down." I think she might. Just, I don't know. I don't know if she picks her up or not. He said. She said that he put her <coughs> down, and then she like knelt down by her too. Yeah, and he's they're about down face to face, and she says, "Is he says is she dead?" Yeah. And she says, "Yes, she's dead. Go call nine one one." And like they both kind of like come up, they bring their heads up, and you know they're sitting, you know they're knelt down, looking at each other, and she says, "It all made sense. Like everything started making sense to me. I immediately recalled how many bullets I have with me, and how long, how long it would take to back take her back up to be here because I knew 
she, she can't say what she's thinking, you know, because yeah. it's still open. Yeah. But, you know, she's like, everything made sense. And I, you know, basically she's in the presence of fucking murders. Yeah, she thinks she says. Yeah. Um, which I read what Michael was talking about, which was that that door was latched. And then I read that, like, when John and Fleet went, they went and opened the door. Yeah, that's what it. I read. Well, like, it, the door that's latched, is that, like, the, the door that goes down it to never, the basement? No, no, no. It never like, stated if that was the one that went to the basement. But No, it's not the one that goes. It's, like, they go in the basement, and then there's, like, a wine yeah. cellar. So, like, you're in the basement, and there's other places to go. So, like, okay. you're in basement level. So, you've gone down into the basement, seen everything. But, but there's, there's another doors. wooden door. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, I don't. I, I didn't know if like the door was open or not. But like, Fleet White stands in that doorway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the light, there's no light on in there. Because yeah. I remember hearing that there was a, that, like where she was was kind of behind something too. Hmm. Which like, I didn't read that in anything for research for this. I just remember hearing that in something that I read like or listened to a long time ago. Okay. Was that like it wasn't. You like they said you probably could have opened the door, and just glanced and not seen her because you're like in a wine. So like with this wine cellar, like there's racks and stuff for all your wine bottles. Yeah. So like I remember hearing that she was kind of behind something. Well, because like in the uh, CBS like news type deal, like it does like a pan mm-hmm. camera and it just like goes into that room and there there wasn't anything in there, so I didn't know that. Yeah. But I don't know. I just remember that. Now okay. that was a long. Hearing that fact about her being behind something, well, still long like enough it, well, ago, I don't know. Doesn't that make it even weirder? Weirder though, like if there's something behind there, but he goes in there with no light and like pick like finds her. Yeah, I mean maybe he's looking. I mean I don't know, but like for me it was just like where you would stand in that doorway, you still could have seen her. Yeah, is like what I got. Yeah, but it just kind of it threw me off because I'm like you said as a parent you would, but at the same time, if as I'm a, a parent and like my daughter. I got a ransom note. My daughter's not in her bed where she should have been. I got a ransom note saying she's kidnapped. I'm still tearing the whole fucking house I mean, up. I'm going to go through the house, but I don't... I don't know. But as a cop, it's kind of your job. You have to... Well, like, just... just I mean, just thinking about it, I would go through literally everything. I'm tearing up the bed. I'm looking underneath yeah. everything, looking in the fucking cabinets. Where'd they catch fucking Charles Manson at? In a fucking cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, people can, you know, kids can hide everywhere. Like my grandpa, he was telling me a story. Um, they had this, uh, he grew up, you know, in the 40s and 50s or whatever. They had this old um, refrigerator and he stepped into it to like cool off or whatever and it uh-huh. shut. Well, you can't open it. You couldn't push it open. Yeah. And um, he said that he was trapped in there like all fucking day. Really? Yeah. And like, Everybody was like out in the fields looking for him. They had a whole bunch of people out there, and you know, they they didn't find him till like later on that day. Uh-huh. And um, but like that's just, like what it makes me think well, of. Well, you like, thirsty? Let's open the fridge. Yeah, like I mean, <laughs> like that's what it, you know. It brought me back to it, but it didn't really have a lot to do with it. But I'm just like, I'm still gonna, I'm just gonna tear the whole fucking house up. Like I'm looking behind everything. I I can imagine my house right now. Like I'm going through under beds, in the drawers, everywhere. Yeah. I mean. That's just me, though. I mean, I don't, cause like I feel like I would too, but I would also give the benefit of like, let's say, because I mean, there's a bunch of theories and we're gonna get into them, but I mean, it's just run right now that the Ramses don't know anything. Yeah. And you get a letter that says she's been kidnapped, and so you're thinking she's not on the premises. Like, I think I would probably still go look everywhere, but then again, you called the cops, and the cops came. 
And if you're under the impression that the cops did go search everywhere and they didn't find anything. Yeah. Because, like, you could look at it a few different ways. But if you're looking at it this way, the cops got there because they called 911. And then the cops were doing their job and you were staying out of their way and letting them do what you thought they were supposed to do. Yeah. Like, I mean, what I'm talking about is kind of like, you know, you call the cops. But, you know, in the meantime, before they get there, I'm using that time. Like, this is a big house. Yeah. So I can understand. But, like... Even the cops, I mean, most of them, they kind of like kidnapping, ransom note. I'm not gonna look, you know. I'm not gonna try to look. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I don't. I think they. That's where. That's one part where they drop the ball a little bit. Yeah. Is, who that Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> oh, heartburn. But I think that's where they drop the ball. I mean, I, don't, I just the, the the whole fucking house should have been tore up. Is like what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if it, if it was, if I was in their shoes. I would, I would have tear, I would, I would have torn the fucking house up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would too. I just, I don't know. There's a lot of different ways you could look at it, and that's what's so weird about this whole thing is like, yeah. depending on what you believe happened, it could mean different things to different people. Because, like I said, we know that a cop did go look through everything, or quote unquote everything, but he didn't like go to that door. He just kind of like glanced around. <laughs> I forgot my flashlight. It's scary in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. If it's me and like the cop showed up and they're like, let us look around, and then they say we have a founder, I might yeah. be inclined to like sit there with the cops and be like, what do we do next? Or yeah. whatever. But Okay, um, next on the agenda. Yeah, so, and you brought up, I mean, mentioned that he brought her in later down because uh, Officer Arndt said, you know, put her down. Yeah, later, later down right there by the Christmas tree. And, you know, she tells him to call the cops and all that stuff. Well, Patsy comes in and she just like, you know, you know, pat, 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 you yeah, know. it's just like touching her. Yeah, I mean, which who say that you can't do that? I mean, I guarantee fucking to you. I mean, like he pulled the tape off, he picked her up. I don't know if I would react any differently. I mean, my first reaction isn't going to be to stop, don't touch anything. That's my yeah. fucking kid laying down there. I don't think I, I think I would be like, cause it's my kid. Yeah. So I mean, like I don't throw that. I mean, I don't throw it out the window and, like, pin it on her for that because, mm-hmm. like, I think that's kind of ordinary. Um, I mean, looking at it from, like, a respectful point of view, yeah. But at the same time, like, there's evidence on her. Yeah, I mean, like, you're... You want to know who does it? You want to know who did it? Yeah, I just don't think that you're going to think about that right away. Yeah, I don't think I could tell him, put your daughter down, quit, you know. I mean, you, you could tell him, like, but just, like, as a parent, I mean, I would just... That wouldn't cross my mind to, like, not tamper with the... Crime yeah. scene. And it's also 1996, and like people still aren't used to DNA. Yeah, yeah, and, that's like, true. DNA is being used, but like the OJ trial was like re- before this, I believe. Yeah, and that was like one of the first trials they used DNA in, yeah. and so people were like still skeptical of it too. Yeah, and so you're probably like, oh, I mean, might be able to find fingerprints on her. Yeah, and like you're gonna have my fingerprints, someone else's fingerprints, so you'll be yeah. able to know, you know. Gotcha. So, um, you know, they call the police and what was crazy about it is like you know before they bring in their body up the police officer you know linda aren't she's like she's calling and like hey you know i'm the only fucking person here <laughs> um and they're like well everybody's in a meeting you know we're gonna get there and you know she calls them like three or four times but you know nobody shows up well they call again and say look this turned from a kidnapping into a murder yeah and they get everybody in there so i mean it just they take the body you know other stuff well i think what is it like the 27th when the autopsy is performed probably so it come come to find out that 
she she had like like she's been like she has a garrote. It was a garrote. They took a paintbrush and like some nylon rope, mm-hmm. and the paintbrush was Patsy's. Like yeah. you'll see, we didn't really mention it, but I mean, like the <clears throat> ransom note was wrote in the house. Yeah. Like it was with a pin and pad that was in the home. Yeah, they determined that like the pin had been stuck back in with all the other pins. The pad yeah. was like the pad by the phone that like you take a note for. Mm-hmm. And there was like a there was one where they started to write and then like tore it. Yeah, and it start, started a new one. It was like Mr. and Mrs. I, which would be like the front part of the R, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um but when you look at the ransom note now it just says Mr. Ramsey. It just says Mr. Ramsey. So it's like you have your first draft, you have your second draft. Yeah. Um, but everything that was used would kind of be like in the house. Yeah. Is what it like boils down to. Um, now, one thing about the rope that was used, it wasn't actually like a rope. It was more like. Um, it was a nylon cord. Yeah. It was, yeah. was kind of like parachute cable is what it looked like. Well, later on down the road, when they're like trying to get Patsy and um, John's, like, credit card statements. Uh-huh. Patsy went to a hardware store a couple months back and, like, purchased just that cord. Really? Yeah. I just want to throw that out there before I forget. Anyway. Hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, but anyways, so that cord, so now we know where the cord came from. She, or where that could have come from, whatever. Yeah. And somebody that paintbrush did come from the house. They, like, broke the handle off. Use that to make a garrote. She had a skull fracture. About the size of her head. About the, about the size of the side of her head. Yeah. Maybe about eight inches, somewhere in there. Yeah, I think it was yeah. eight inches. It was probably about the whole side of her head. Yeah. Um, And Patsy claimed, I read one and one thing where Patsy claimed that uh, the clothes JonBenet had on were not the clothes that she had when she went to bed. Okay. So she was saying. That, I thought they were the same. No, she said, well. I read one thing where Patsy, I had, I never read anything that said like they either didn't specify or they were pointing out that Patsy said those aren't the clothes she had on when we put her in bed. Yeah, that's what I read too. And so she was saying she has different clothes on. She has a skull fracture. She has like duct tape around her mouth and she's like got her hands and stuff tied up with that same yeah. nylon cord. And looking at the, apparently she has like these two marks on her neck. Mm-hmm. that they kind of speculate to be from taser marks, like a yeah. stun gun mark. Um, and I've got, uh, uh, just remind me about that later because I've got one little theory to go along with that. I saw a picture of it. That, that it I does forgot. look like that. Yeah, a lot of does. this stuff is going along with my theory. But, um, so, you know, she has all these marks. Now her, I guess your cause of death would be like strangulation due to asphyxiation. But now the gash on her head yeah, uh, now that would have. I don't know how they break it down. And if you know, you can go ahead and just spill that out. But like, what came first? Which I'm guessing it would be the. I blow, think I think the blow to the head did. I think it was the blow to the head, but I don't think they could tell through the autopsy. Yeah, but it's just like she has the the fracture on her skull, but what like actually killed her was from the strangulation. Yeah, I think. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, because I've heard it two ways to be honest because some people have a theory that like she was hit and she died from that or she really wasn't dead but she was strangled to make sure she was dead or she was strangled to throw off the like death from the hit to the head yeah i mean we'll get into that but um so i don't think they've been able to determine 
like what came what came first yeah. first i'm just assuming that like what is she was hit in the head and then what strangled is craniocerebral it's your, head. your head well i didn't know what the word technically meant <laughs> it's just like your cranium around where your brain is that's cool <laughs> <laughs> but uh learning new things <laughs> no one is half the battle the group. <laughs> um but they uh so that happens. They also find that she, a few hours before she died, had eaten pineapple. pineapple. Yeah. And neat, like Patsy and the, and John say they didn't feed her pineapple. There's a picture. You, you got some stuff on it, Dustin? No, no, go ahead. Well, there's a picture of, I didn't see the picture. I just read that there is a picture where you can see a bowl of pineapple. And that um, they had took fingerprints off the bowl and I had read they said they had Burke's fingerprints on it, and you also mentioned to me yesterday that they had Patsy's, Patsy's finger- on yeah. it as well. And, like, when it comes down to, like, fingerprints, I'm thinking, like, you cut up a pineapple, you put it in a bowl, that you put, like, some saran wrap on it or whatever, you stick it in the fridge, you take it out periodically, eat some, put it you back put in it the back fridge. Up. So, like, there's some people, like, they're like, okay, well, that's just, like, a big fucking deal. Like, they got up in the middle of the night, and they all had fucking pineapple. No, I don't really think so. Like, you had that bowl yeah. in there. I mean, I, that it doesn't, it's not fucking shocker to me to be like both their fingerprints are on the bowl yeah but you know when it comes down to like they said she fell asleep in the car she went directly to sleep she i mean there was no like we stayed up with her we had pineapple before she went to bed we put her directly to bed before we came back downstairs and played with burke yeah so like they never they never stray away from that they they they've said that from day one that that she fell asleep in the car you know coming back from the party and he picked her up, put her in her bed. She never woke up. So, I mean, they don't ever stray away from that. So, like, there's not enough time to eat the pineapple because yeah. they said that it would have been, like, a couple hours before she died, yeah. which would put it at, like, they th- they say that, they theorize that she died probably around, like, 1 or That's midnight. So, it's just, like, she would have had to eat the pineapple due from, like, the ingestion, mm-hmm. like, you know, when they do the autopsy and all that stuff. She would have ate it, like, a couple hours before she died. Yeah. So... They ask her, I think they ask her, they ask Patsy, well, could they have got up and Burke and her went down there and fed themselves? And she says, no, I would have heard that. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it because, like, whenever I was a kid, I wasn't quiet. I mean, I don't know if y'all were, but <laughs> I didn't I didn't think about, you know, shutting stuff quietly like yeah. I do now. Yeah. I mean, uh, because to me, I would be really interested to hear them say, if they checked to see if like John Bonet's fingerprints were on it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, because if they were, I mean, she's six, but like that's old enough to like go up in the fridge and get a bowl of something. Oh yeah. yeah. So like, my niece is five, going on six, and she's like a grown fucking woman. She does her own damn thing. <laughs> so I mean, that could, to me, that would be interesting to hear because I've never, I've never heard them say it wasn't, but I've never heard them say that that it was. That the, only, it was. The, only, the only fingerprints that I have heard and seen that was on it was Burke's yeah. and Patsy's. So yeah. because it could have been as simple as she like, cause she was asleep in the car. You went and put her up. She could have woke up like an hour later, went down and got some pineapple and that's left the bowl happened. out. Cause she's a six year old. Yeah. You know, and who's to say that if there was an intruder, whenever she was in there eating mm-hmm. um, her pineapple, that somebody didn't break in right then. And, and you know, same time, though, or, like y'all said, it's a big house. 
What are the odds of a six-year-old getting up in the middle of the night exactly. by herself, going like downstairs, she, eating pineapple? A, if you want to count the basement, this is a four-story house. She's probably going to go get her mom first. Well, but that's us thinking because we're used to a small house. She's grown up in a big house her whole life because they're rich. Yeah, but she's still six. She's still six, but like, like I said. I don't know. Even at five years old, uh, like, it, I mean, my parents' room was on, like, let, let's take, like, because I grew up in a trailer. Mm-hmm. Like, my, my room would was that room. Yeah. Which would be on this side of the house. My parents' room were on, you know, this yeah, other right. side of the house. So like, mine's on the south. Theirs is on the north. So like, there's like this gap mm-hmm. of like he can make it to the kitchen before he does her. <laughs> anybody could fucking be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I theorize it as like, I don't know. I would be too fucking scared whenever I'm that age. I'm 22 right now. <laughs> I don't like going downstairs to go into the kitchen. I mean, I don't know. I mean, she's I'm just still like, a kid. she's open this door. There's going to be a bitch coming up the stairs. Ah! Yeah. Like, like, I could see it still being scary, but I just think that, like, we are thinking in I don't, our own. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't say it can't happen. I'm just like, it's not weird, but it's just like, kudos I to think, her for I having that, some <laughs> bravery. It yeah. could happen. Like you said, kudos to her, but it's the least likely thing to happen, in my opinion. I mean, I, I don't think it's the least likely, but... Now, I've got another theory for, like, I don't want to get into the whole topic of that yet, but her brother woke her up, or they both woke up. I mean, his fingerprints were on the bowl. He's older. He can reach it in the fridge better. He gets it out. You know, they both wake up. He gets it out, hands her a piece. She eats it or whatever, and, you know, that's yeah. that's where I'm going to end that at, but that yeah. that seems more like there's two of them. Well, that is one of the theories anyway, and, you know, yeah. And, I'll let you tell it because it's probably the same one, but that is, I mean that is one of the theories. Yeah, but that one makes more sense to me. Like the pineapple is the pineapple is something that like a lot of people can't get around because yeah. like that's where they look at the parents like, no, you lied, your statement's false because you obviously had to feed her pineapple. I mean, because everybody else theorizes that she was attacked in her bedroom, brought downstairs. So I mean, I think it's more likely for her to get attacked closer to the basement. Yeah, if I mean, possible, to- you know? totally, because oh, yeah, you can't fucking hear it. Yeah. So I think it's around. Ouch. It's around sometime in like, I don't know, probably like one to two or twelve to two, somewhere around there. The neighbor hears a scream and they report that that they didn't think anything of it. All right. Um, but I don't know what time it is. I want to say I want to say it was I around two. Hearing about it, I can't remember what time exactly, but, but I think it was around the middle of the night. Yeah, middle, just middle of the night. So I mean, we're gonna. Th- Go off the forensic. They say that she probably died somewhere like one thirty to two, uh, or one thirty to two thirty. If you base it off the screen, yeah. So I mean, they, uh, well, that's when they say that she died. But you know, so the scream could have came anywhere and, from there. But like the way that the house is, the parents didn't hear anything, but the neighbor next door heard it. They did go test. And they that did too. a test on it, and it. it you w- could it, hear it. Yeah, you could hear it from the neighbor's house, but you couldn't hear it from their the, bedroom. Yeah. It, oh, I guess it depends on where she was at in the house or whoever it was that screamed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because if you're... But if the scream came from the basement, it's more plausible because that one window is broken. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because they did go test that. So, I mean, I don't know. I would assume that... I think it probably was her screaming and it probably yeah. did come from the basement. Yeah. So, it's, you know, that kind of is like point Ramsey's on, Yeah. you know... That like to go and be like, yeah, you can't hear it from there. Yeah. So, it starts getting broken down. You know, they do the autopsy. Um, I've got a little bit of a timeline. 
I wanted to say it was December 27th, but I can't exactly remember. Um, now, didn't they do her, like, memorial or... Because I, I know that they, they didn't bury her right away. You can't. Um, um, not while but the they body's had a, still evidence. But they had a memorial for, like, the well, 31st. Technically, the case is still open, so... <laughs> well, I mean, my aunt's case is still open, but we got her back six years later. They got to bury her. Yeah. So... As I soon mean, as they like pull what they need to, I mean, they can re-exhume the body. But yeah, um, I think it's so. It's what I have here. This is a CNN kind of like analysis timeline. Um, January fourth, it reveals that her skull had been fractured, um, and then it's not until April thirtieth until they finally conduct the first interview with John and Patsy Ramsey, which, like I heard, it was. <clears throat> Like the we're talking about the police interview, not the CNN interview, because I believe yeah. they did a CNN interview before they, they did one with the cops. They had like a PR firm, yeah, like with, I mean, and lawyers and stuff. Like they lured, they lawyered up pretty quick, which like I would probably do the same thing too, because like that's that's honestly like the smartest thing to do, because yeah. the cops can put you into situations where you make a false confession. So yeah, like, and they tried to, yeah, well, they did. not try to get a false confession, but like they did those tricks to them that. A lot of times causes false confessions. Yeah. Um, I watched a, a video of part of it. Uh, but yeah, like they hired that PR firm and the lawyers, which is just like, you'll hear some people be like, oh, they hired lawyers. That makes them really guilty. But then you'll hear them come say the same thing about someone who made a false confession. Like, you need to lawyer up. So yeah. it's just like, you can't have it both ways. Like, no. you need to lawyer, like, you need to lawyer up. I don't care how rich you are or what side you are on. Yeah, like it's going to make you look a little bit extra guilty. But it's the smartest thing to do because, because they're going to advise you exactly in certain situations what to say and what you shouldn't say. Exactly. Yeah. They know how the cops but are like going to be. But like the PR firm, it's just like, oh, we get it. You're fucking rich. So <laughs> um, now like the interview that they did on April 30th, it says it's like the, excuse me, man, <laughs> fucking, what's that stuff you carry? Uh, Omeprazole. I need it. All right. I got something there. <laughs> but, um. It says it's like a formal interview, but like I heard one report say that it was more like they were just like they weren't even separated. They were standing around, kind of like, no, you, this happened, this happened. You know, it wasn't like a we're gonna sit you down in a room yeah. like how you would see it. I don't know, like on TV. Yeah, they eventually do it. I don't. They know eventually when, do it, but it's I've later. Seen, yeah, because I've seen those tapes or some of those tapes. But like, what I want to kind of get around to, if it's me and like, because the first suspect. Is going to be the parents. Yeah. yeah. In all cases, it's going to be the last person to see him alive. And if it's a kid, it's more than likely going to be the parents. That's yeah. the fr- they died. The kid that died in the house, you're going to be the first suspect. Yeah. So like, what I'm going to do, or you know, what I would, you know, what I say I would do, I would try to give them everything that they wanted just to get me out of the picture, so they can, you know, focus on finding who did this. Yeah. They're dragging their fucking feet the whole time. They're not giving them their interviews. They're not giving them their records that they want to see. Yeah, they're they're trying. They're looking guilty. Other than asking for a lawyer, I mean, they really are. Yeah, I well, mean, yeah. They they did give all three of them gave hair and bloods and handwriting yeah. samples the day of that they found the body. Yeah, they did things well, like that. Those things they're kind of, you would expect to be anyways because you live with them. So it's like yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, and. Like the DNA stuff, I don't think there was there wasn't actually like a whole lot of DNA around, was there? What do you mean, like? Like as far as like there was like a third party DNA found on John Bonet, but like as far as anything else goes. Yeah, I mean, 
like they found it just depends i mean they i read something where they found like a one unknown person's dna yeah and then i read another thing where they possibly have a second unknown person's dna as okay. well um oh the um like the hair follicle uh-huh. yeah like that w- it would have been like a body hair that is that what you're talking about i think so i mean i just remember i read something that like they found one unknown case of DNA. They also found another one that isn't the same. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. it's, there's a possibility that there was two different people yeah. that, that do not match the Ramses. Well, like, the, what I, the way that I read it, like, the piece of, the first piece of DNA that you're talking about, I believe, is, like, found in her underwear, right? Uh-huh. And they kind of, I don't know, it's it's hard to say because I don't really know a lot about DNA, but, like, basically what it, what it is is, the manufacturers that like, you know, in the sweatshops over, you know, overseas, like basically uh-huh. it would be in there because they bought a new pair, a new pack of underwear and it was in those underwear too. But like the, um, the other DNA was like a body hair and it, 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 it can't exclude Patsy Ramsey, but it can exclude John Ramsey. Okay. And that, that's just what I read, but those are the two different types of DNA in there, but they can't say that it is Patsy Ramsey's like body hair. Uh-huh. They can't say that it isn't, but it's like anybody in Patsy's lineage, they can't rule the, they can't rule out. Hmm. So it's just like, I don't, you, you can't really go anywhere with that. No. Um, but they bring in Donald Foster. Did you read about him? Um, I read a little bit. Who's, well, who's bringing in Donald Foster? Hey, what? Who's bringing in Donald Foster? I think it's, I think he either volunteers or the, the cops Rams bring him brought in. in some guy named like Smith. I think. The Smith guy. He's like the super cop, right? Well, he had been like on the force and then... He retired and then he come back in just for this, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, I didn't, well, I didn't read. I don't, He's I, the one that found the Lou window. Lou Smith? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, Lou Smith. He was, a de- de- he was a detective who came out of retirement in early 1997 to assist the district, the DA's office with the case. Yeah. Well, this guy... He was working more for the... Ra- like, he yeah. worked with the Ramseys. He was the investigator that they hired. Yeah. Because they did do that. Um, no, Donald Foster, I think he either volunteers or the FBI has him. But anyway, he's the one that identified um, who wrote, like, the anonymous, um, that book. I don't know. It's, like, Color of Circles or Circles of Color, whatever that... There was a book that Anonymous wrote, and he identified who wrote that book. He uh-huh. also identified... Um, so he was like a handwriting expert? Yeah. He also okay. identified that uh, Ted Kaczynski wrote the Unabomber, Unabomber oh, Manifesto. Okay. And um, I think he also identified one of William Shakespeare's um, paintings or something like that. It was like plays? Yeah. Um, but it's like this guy, I mean, he he's he knows what he's you know talking about. Now, he, he takes writing samples, or he takes the writing samples from the Ramses, and he looks it over... And, you know, basically what it boils down to is, like, he, in all of his interviews, he just says no comment, no comment. But in the reports, basically he says, I can't say that Patsy Ramsey didn't write it. Yeah. Um. So it's, I mean, I'm whatever percent you want to put it at, I mean, it doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't come out and say it because he legally can't, I'm guessing. Yeah. But in the reports, I mean, like I said, it just says... I she very, it looks more like she wrote it than that she didn't write it. Yeah. Going over the writing samples that she gave. Yeah. Now she like she goes, she Patsy Ramsey kind of puts them in the mud a little bit because the um, what do you call like a regular A? I said it earlier. I can't remember. I don't remember. Like you have your regular A. Like a capital A. 
well, yeah, but like you have cursive, cursive. and uh, print. Uh, that's I guess that's what you call it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's like a smart term for it. I don't know what right. it is though. I'm not smart. But um, like print a, <laughs> yeah, you know A B C D. You know print a mm-hmm. is used in the ransom letter like a hundred and something times, and the cursive a is written like five. Well, they said she used like four different ways to write it. Yeah. And she also, like, whenever they would make her, like, do writing samples, like, she would always write it in cursive. Mm-hmm. And um, also, like, when they had her write 118,000, which we haven't even talked about that. How in, fucking weird is the, just 118,000 yeah, dollars? Well, the reason they the think bonus. that, yeah, is because yeah. that's almost the same exact amount that uh, John Ramsey's bonus was that year. Well, see, like, I heard it was the almost the amount, and I heard it was... The exact, the exact amount. Yeah, I've heard See, both I, ways. But I read, I read almost like four times, so I'm going with that. Yeah, it I might mean, have been. Like my guess is he probably got a hundred and twenty thousand dollar bonus, and they're like, "Well, we want a hundred and eighteen of it." <laughs> Which, like, it's just so fucking weird. It's though. a random number. Like, I could see it as like you got a hundred eighteen thousand dollars, and we know you have it. <laughs> well, it's like hundred eighteen thousand dollar bonus, and then like it's been taxed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so maybe they knew that was what it was supposed to be. Yeah. But when they say about the exact like. He didn't actually bring home 118000 But, like, it, it's weird, though. Like, this is, like, a multimillionaire man. And I'll get back to, like, the writing stuff here in a second. But, like, this is, like, a multimillionaire, and you're asking for $118,000 for his child back. Yeah. But it's, like... I'd ask for a million. Well, I mean, like, that's what I thought, too, at first. That I'm like, well, he can probably get $118,000 quicker than really he can easy. get a yeah. million. And they're so, a foreign faction. True. Quote, unquote, foreign faction. True, and $118,000, like the conversion rate of $118,000 at that time in Mexican pesos was a million dollars. Yeah. So, true, like, true. fun fact, that's yeah. not racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I just, I, I I wanted to kind of point that out. That it still is weird, but I can kind of see, like, it's easier to get, maybe not, like, it'd probably be, like, just as easy to get, like, $150 million, just a, a better number. But the hundred eighteen thousand dollars was pretty weird. Yeah, but like you were saying, like in the ransom note, one hundred eighteen thousand was wrote out in numbers. You know, one one eight zero or one 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 eight one one eight comma zero zero zero. Yeah. But when she wrote it out, she spelt it out. She spelt it out one hundred and eighteen thousand, which yeah. is like it made me think of like y'all ever see that meme where like that guy wrote in that check one hundred and fifty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just need a hundred and fifty. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, it'd be crazy if he had his bank, like, you guys can accept this. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Donald Foster, I mean, he, you know, he, I, he concludes that, like, it looks like she wrote it, right? Yeah. So we have this evidence towards it, but the Ramseys, they get, they're starting to get pissed off, which I can kind of see that, you know, they're kind of mad that, you know, the Boulder Police Department is kind of like putting, all their time and effort to like try to get them. Yeah. And they're not out there, you know, trying to find the real killers, which I'm just like, if you would have played ball, maybe you would be out of the picture by now. And, you know, yeah. if you didn't do anything, if you don't have anything to hide, why don't you Quit play ball? Like you do. So, but these are people that like they, you know, they have their pride, you know, they're fucking rich. So that might be a yeah part of it. I just like, I mean, cause Patsy grew up wealthy. Mm-hmm. John, I'm not sure how if his family was really wealthy. I mean, I'm sure he didn't come from like squalor. 
Well, I don't really know, but, but I don't um, know much about him growing up, so I don't know. Like Patsy's father, she he was like the founder of Access Graphics, I believe. Okay. Or Lockheed Martin, I don't remember, but like so, yeah, she grew up pretty wealthy. I'm sure he did too. I mean, I'm sure he was okay. Yeah. Um, wealthy people usually stick with wealthy people. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, you know, so I mean, I imagine that like their lives were, were different from the most. Yeah. From the general population, so sometimes I sometimes do kind of be like, I'm gonna chalk that up to that some, yeah. on some stuff. Um, but yeah, so I mean, they, like you said, they were you can tell they were getting frustrated that they were kind of like zeroing in on them, but I think they needed to step back and say like, well, okay, if they can clear us definitively, yeah, then they know to go look up at other places, yeah. but. Also, as a cop or as a police force, any lead they get should be followed to some extent. And so if you're getting leads that could go towards intruders and stuff, and I mean, you are getting stuff from a guy who used to be on the force somewhere who is coming in and he also is believing that an intruder did it. And they're just like, eh, he's old and washed up. Like, let's talk about like the intruder theories real quick. Because like, I don't really see like what evidence they're... I don't have anything about like what the intruder evidence is because yeah. like everything that I've seen was like, there was an open window and you know, they said that like John like busted that open because he normally locked his, he would lock himself out of the house. He would just like break in and never fix anything. Yeah. Which I don't really know if I believe that. Why not just call your wife or no, I'm just going to break a window. Well, like, why don't you carry your keys on your car key? Like, well, I mean, Say he left his keys in his car or, or, you know, something. I don't know. Yeah. Lost his lost his keys. I don't know. I'm going to call my wife and be like, hey. Or, you know, most people have a spare key hidden or something. I don't know that they Why had would cell you... phones. Yeah. <laughs> in 96? Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they had cell phones. Yeah. They had boxed ones when my dad was in high school, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, like. And he was wealthy. <laughs> even more reason to be like. I'll break the window. I can just pay yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. But... Yeah, because he, he was wealthy. He could pay it with fix. And even if he had a cell phone, like, you might know where your wife is, but you can't, like, look up the number of wherever she's at either. You know what I'm saying? They they memorize things back then. But they don't. <laughs> if she's, like, at, you know, some restaurant, like, you're not going to just know the number to that restaurant. Or So, I mean, even if he had a cell phone, like, one of the even if she first had phones. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess if she had one, too, I didn't really think about that, but, yeah, I mean... Like, I don't think there was an intruder, either, but at the same time... Well, like, I mean, just get into, like, what the... Get into what the evidence is on the intruder. Maybe it was somebody who had a key. I mean, to be completely honest... Well, did y'all hear about the the maid? I knew there was something with the maid, because they listed her as a suspect, or, like, a person of interest, but I don't really know much about her. The reason why they uh, made her a person of interest is because she had a key to the house. Uh Uh-huh. And she had just asked him for like two thousand dollars, so like they speculate that she was hard up for money. Mm-hmm. But after, you know, interrogation, I'm guessing they, you know, kind of like, you know, shoe, or, you know, whatever they they yeah. take her off of it. Yeah. But, um, I mean, to be honest, like a lot of the stuff that goes towards the Ramses is like the intruder theory. Well, what I'm saying is like a lot of the stuff that goes to the intruder theory could be spun to help the Ramsey theory and kind of like vice versa. So, but here's like the things for the intruder theory is there is a broken window, which you said that they said that John had done that. 
Yeah. But there's still a broken window. Now, mm-hmm. you said that there was, like, a bunch of dust and, like, cobwebs and stuff. Like, yeah, you think about, like, a window pane, right? Uh-huh. Well, there was, like, cobwebs and, like, foliage yeah. right there by the window. And the, the spiderweb goes across the window from the records in here. I know. So, like, that's yeah. what I thought they used to rule it out. Well, but they, they didn't, to, from what I could tell, because, like, I mean, I saw the picture of it. And if you look at the picture... I don't know when the picture was taken. And I mean, it would be kind of hard to see like spider webs. Like but, from the inside out, the picture? Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah. so they take a picture of it. Um, but they had also done, because people try to say like, you couldn't go through that hole anyways. No, and you they, could. And they proved that, that you could very easily. The guy that you're talking about, what's his name? Um, uh, Smith. Smith. I think he, I think it was one of those guys like, I'm 6'4". Is that, yeah. what, he, and I can fit through this perfectly. Yeah, I mean, he did it like to show yeah. him. And then they were also like, you're saying John made the, like, John fit through it too or whatever. But, so, I mean, there is a broken window. There's a thing with the boot print, but it's, you said it wasn't exactly, like, actually a print. It was, like, kind of like the logo of a boot. And then you also said that one of the FBI agents had that boot. Had the sim- a similar boot. Because, like, I don't really know said, about You said Burke had it, didn't he? We, like, because, like, it didn't make any sense to me. I just, that's what I heard. But, because, like, I've heard, you know, one state there was a full print in the snow, but... Yeah. I've also heard that it was basically like what was showing. You could tell that it was like a brand new boot, mm-hmm. but it would be like the middle part of like the, which you can never of the heel. Which well, in snow, I guess. I mean, I'll say, I think we can rule out the FBI boot print, him causing it though, because they showed up, did a wiretap, and left. Right. Yeah, but I mean, you would walk. They 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 would do a walk around. I don't know if they would do then, a walk around, but they might be like they might have stepped in the snow to like yeah. walk. So was it in the snow? Was that where they? Yeah, the, the one that I seen was in the snow. But if you but if you look at the uh, pictures of their house that day, there wasn't any snow at the front of the house. I I didn't see a picture of a, of a, of a saw, boot print. I just heard that it, there was a. Well, I didn't see the picture of boot the print, snow. but you can see the picture of their house with like the Santa Claus decorations. And there's not any snow there. Thinking back on it, like the video. Like uh-huh. yeah, there. I don't think there was any snow there. So I don't think it was like the, in the snow. There was one. I don't remember if it was a report or a video that said there was a print in the snow. But when I'm thinking back on it, there wasn't any snow. Yeah. So I'm not sure. But there's anyway. They have a boot print that they say like they couldn't really account for. Yeah. Um. And then, like, if you're taking the Ramsey at their word, it's just like. They say they don't know where she had the pineapple. They say that she's in different clothes. And so it's just kind of like, these are things that they are saying they did not do that someone would have had to have done. Um, And then also, like, they took DNA, and, like, they do have DNA on her of, like, an unknown Mm -hmm. person. And, I mean, I wasn't, I didn't really want to bring it out until, like, the end, but they've come out in, like, 2008 and said due to DNA evidence, they can they have ruled out all of the Ramses as being. Yeah, and like, because what they do is they test the DNA that was basically like the DNA that's found from like the sweatshops or you know the the manufacturers overseas. Uh-huh. I don't remember what her name is the the DA. Yeah. I don't remember her name, remember but her she name comes either. out and she says due to the DNA, th- it's not the parents. But there's a shoe print. It's not in snow. It looks like it's in some dirt. Hmm. Yeah. And it's just like barely the edge of a boot, like this, like they were walking on the side of their foot or something. Hmm. Yeah. So. 
But she comes out and she says, due to this evidence, we conclude that it is not the Ramses, mm-hmm. right? But that's just that, that DNA evidence that they pulled was found in you know her underwear. Mm-hmm. But that's for you know that's from the manufacturers. That doesn't mean that they didn't, didn't kill her. Kill her. And that's from what, well, yeah, from what I'm I've, talking about. But you go ahead. Go well, ahead. but they also think they did like touch evidence, and they had some stuff like that where they like and that would have been like the body hair, right? Well, no, like touch evidence is like. Oh okay. There you go. Now on you have wall. some of my DNA on you. On the wall? No, on your body. Like they said, it was on the body. Oh. Okay. So like, but basically, they I read unidentified male DNA has been found on her. So like, I don't know. You know, to me, this sounds like an unidentified male intruder is what they're getting at. I don't yeah. know what piece of evidence that is. Because touch DNA, I will say I've heard is more like finicky. Like hard to collect? Like harder to collect. Like, I don't want to say like less reliable, but it's just more like, because it's harder to collect and harder to look at, I think sometimes you can get some that... Uh, are more um, like it's just harder to get so you might not be I don't know exactly what I'm trying to say it just might not be as reliable well it's like it's reliable that they have it but it makes it harder to get so it's kind of like they don't use it as much one one thing that I want to talk about about DNA uh-huh. there's like points yeah there's like these points or something like that but um, like the touch DNA you might not have as many points so like me, you could take one of my points and one of your points, and it could be the same. Mm-hmm. And that's called like something I can't remember. But like, whenever you look at my DNA compared to your DNA, it has like twenty points, right? Yeah. And that's where it's going to show like my DNA doesn't match your DNA, but yeah. one of my points of DNA might match one of your points of DNA. So that might be what it is. I mean, yeah, that, that might be kind of like what you're that. talking about. But I mean, I've heard of other cases using touch DNA, and I mean, I'd say it's it's reliable enough that it holds up in court. Um, oh, okay. So. But it's, I, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't, I'm not a DNA expert. No. <laughs> but, I mean, but that's the thing is, like, the intruder theory is hard because it's, like, you have these things and you have the parents saying they didn't do it. Yeah. But you also, when you think, like, when you think of it quickly. Um, well, think quicker, Drew. Well, there's just a lot of <laughs> things that, like, you go, oh, that means the Ramseys did it. Yeah. But. If you really look at it, it's just like it's not. A, it's just like circumstantial. I think like our view, which I like. I went over the intruder. I think you know a little bit more about what the Ramses. I mean, I think like either way you go, whether you want to go with the intruder theory or the Ramses did it, it's all circumstantial evidence, and like that's why there's no fucking person in yeah. jail for this. Um, because either way you go, I mean, you're just getting a pile full of circumstantial evidence, and you can't do nothing with it. But I mean, going into like the theories about that point towards Ramsey's doing it. And I don't have a definitive answer one way or the other. But one, one more thing about the intruder theory. Um, they, some people want to say that like, who said they broke in, went and gra- went and grabbed John Bonet, took her down, you know, fed her pineapple or whatever. Yeah. And took her down to the basement and killed Here, her. Have some food before I slaughter or, you. You know, she hit her head. They bashed her in the head upstairs, and then you know took her down. Which like that, I think, I think that would make blood. I think that would make a little bit more racket. You know, they said that she could have possibly been tased. So yeah, yeah. but that's really uh, ain't that aren't, aren't aren't tasers pretty loud? Well, I mean, well, not not loud enough for them to hear across the house. Okay. Yeah. 
I, I mean, don't think they would. Because the kind it was was like you hit the button and like hold it to them. Hmm. Like if if that's what because that if that's it what makes we're going more by noise, that mark. Like it makes less noise once it's touching you. So and it's not prolonged. So it'd just be like man. Yeah, yeah it deal. doesn't take. You don't have to hold it on them. Gotcha. Yeah. So like. Uh, one thing that they want to say is like somebody broke in while they were gone at the party and then they hit out, you know, wrote out the letter, yeah. um, gathered what they were going to grab, you know, what they were, what they were going to use and then just sat back and waited. Yeah. That's so, possible, I guess. But I mean, well, they say that the reason that everything was done, is it possible they left a door unlocked too? Like, did anybody think about that? You know, there's no, there's no telling. There's, there's no way to so know. I didn't read anything like, about that. I was seeing if y'all did. They said that, John Ramsey, whenever they got home, he checked all the doors <coughs> and made sure that they were locked. But that doesn't mean that whenever they were gone at the party, there wasn't like the back door wasn't unlocked. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like that. If you got through an unlocked door, you probably would lock it maybe. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, I'd would... lock it back just to make it seem like it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like whenever you bring that theory up, I mean, to be completely honest with you, that would make more sense than any of the... If there was an unlocked door at any point in time that they could, you know, they could recollect on, that would make more sense than anything else, because, like with me, like you know, in the statements that say like there was the cobweb still covered by covered in the the window, mm-hmm. yeah, like I read that, you know, uh, that's where I think like the window's out of play, but like you know, there is like the the suitcase where it looks like somebody might have stepped up on it to like get out, yeah, yeah. but when they go back to like there's stuff that is still undeterred you know there's stuff that's not been messed with in a lot. you can tell that it's the spiderweb's been there for a long time the dust isn't moved yeah um that's why i take the window theory out but um and i like i don't i kind of throw the intruder out the window because if you've been what because something like that i don't think is random like breaking in the house kill one little girl leave i think they if it was an intruder it was planned which means you probably know that that window was busted, and that's probably how I would have got in. I wouldn't have just stood up and waited for them to leave and then go in through a door or something, hoping that a door is unlocked. Yeah, or or if they knew that they were gone, yeah, maybe they'd have went around and like checked a couple doors, and, yeah, you know, just to see. I probably still would have went through the window just because chance of fingerprints on the doors. I mean, I probably would have wore gloves, but you exactly. know, something like that. I I would have went through the window that's already busted. If it, if it was me and I was like going in, but you know. That might have been on the east side. They might have came from the west side and it's just true. like tried the door and bam, it was unlocked. I mean, it's I don't very true. I don't know. But if I'm like gonna case the house and like maybe walk around it real quick, I don't know why I would do that. Especially, but, well, it was probably dark outside, so probably so. But the thing about it is, like they said, that window had been busted for like six months. Mm-hmm. Like you live in Boulder, Colorado, but this it's a is big house, this... and that's in wasn't that in the that was it was in the basement. So, so I mean, yeah, true that. I don't yeah. think that would have affected their temperature in the house. Yeah. Well, one thing it's I wanted to... Plus, that's where, their the wine, that's where their wine was at, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I did that on purpose. <laughs> yeah. But one thing I wanted to point out, a bunch of people, like, they'll... And I didn't come up with this, but they noted that, like, well, everything they used was from inside the home. Yeah. Well, they noted that maybe the reason because that is so... If you get caught breaking in and you have all this stuff, then you're getting attempted murder and yeah. kidnap. But if, if it's you get just something caught, you found in the house... If you get caught with just your 
just breaking in. Yeah. Then you're break. Then you're doing burglary. Yeah. And you get a B and E, and you spend like a weekend in jail or whatever they yeah. say. Yeah. Instead of you have a ransom note saying you're going to kidnap this girl, and you yeah. have a garrote. Like. Yeah, because a lot of people say that it's weird that it was. I mean, they point that towards the Ramses because it was like it's your pen and paper. It, you know, somebody it, trying to commit murder or whatever probably knows. <laughs> so I mean, it's just like this was your pen and paper. If it was somebody who had like was going to like attempt this big ransom. They probably already had the, you know, the letter in their pocket. Well, like he said, if you get caught breaking in and you've got that letter on you, you're going to fucking jail for a long ass time. Yeah. yeah. So, does that make sense? But I still personally, intruders out for me. I, if there was evidence of there, there being a door unlocked, if yeah. they could just if they if they could remember that man, I left that back door open or unlocked, whatever, then I I would. I would probably give more kudos to the, to the, uh, what's that word? The intruder. intruder. <laughs> I was like, yeah. we've been saying that one a lot. Surely that's not what he's talking about. Um, but there's not any evidence of that. So that's why I lean more towards the, th- the Ramsey theory, which we'll get into that. What's your theory? Well, I got two of them. And, but my first one. I mean, like, like evi- we'll talk about, like, what we think happened later, but, like, oh. what do you have that, like, people talk about, people theorize? Uh, nothing really. I mean, <laughs> okay. I, I, no, I've, I've just got mine. Okay, I got you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, one theory, and this is this goes back to, I, th- I believe, um, that Don Foster found it, but um, one theory is that, like, Burke woke up, took... Um, Jumping down to the kitchen, uh-huh. they ate their pineapple, whatever, and then he took her down to the basement, and you know maybe tried to like molest her in some way. Yeah. Um. The, Don Foster didn't find this, but yeah. well, I'll get into that later. But anyway, um, and she like you know she said, hey, stop, I'm gonna tell mom, dad, well you know whatever. Well, you know he freaks out and he hits her. You know he might hit her over the head. One of, you know, one of the two, those marks that they say were like are from a taser. Mm-hmm. They lined those up with like, mo- like some, like they had you know they had a few models of tasers, and the length between the two prongs didn't match up to those really? on her neck. But the um, wow, the lines from the train track that he because he had a train set down there, uh-huh. like a toy train set. The lines from the track matched up exactly right. Really. On you know for those two marks on her neck, yeah. But I mean, that's just what they say. I don't, yeah. I don't know. But um, they theorize that like you know she or he hit her over the head and maybe freaked out, told his mom and dad, and they came down and thought she was dead. So in order to keep from losing both of their kids, they come up with the ransom note themselves. How, wait, how'd you say they ended up down there? He just woke up. He woke up, grabbed her because. One of the books that they had in their, yeah. one of the books that they had in their um, like library or on their bookshelf was like a, I think incest. It point, <laughs> I think it like points towards like a child psychology book and like it, it's something that like you know, prepubescent boys can like go through, mm-hmm. um, maybe See, like that, coming onto their sister in a way. That's one of my theories, but I I, I was gonna get a little more like, in depth with it, I guess. Is the way to put it. We'll talk. We'll talk like about reasoning for it, anyways. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it here in a little bit. But I mean, what it boils down to is like Burke 
almost fucking kills her, or he does kill her, and they make it look like somebody you know, she's else. got her hand tied up behind her head, and it makes it look like somebody else like basically somebody else did, did it, it to like point it in a different direction, so their baby boy doesn't go to jail, and their daughter's dead, and they lose like you know they yeah, um, that's why like the handwriting is close, the handwriting in the rest in the ransom letter is close to Patsy Ramsey's, all this other stuff. So that, I mean that's just like basically like one of the theories. Yeah. Or they just fucking killed her just to kill her, but, I mean, I don't really put much credence into that. Yeah. But. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I mean, cause some, one thing with the Ramsey's theory is, like, they talk about there were, there was damage to her body that was, uh, would align with, like, sexual assault. Yeah. When she's found. But, um, I mean, because I've heard that one about Burke. A lot of the Ramsey theories kind of go along with that, like someone in the family was doing something bad to her, and it either like went too far and they killed her, or she got hurt real bad, and so they possibly did it to end it, and then yeah. came up with this. They one thing we didn't really mention with that ransom note, and it kind of goes with this is like they, you know, they said because of the the type of pen that it was used, like the felt tip, it makes it. Harder, harder for, to be your actual handwriting. Yeah, so it kind of takes away from part of it. But they also mentioned that some of the word usage in this, you know, un, like it was Use a long so many thing. exclamation points and. Well, yeah, but it was like it was written almost as if a man came up with the words they said and a and woman, a woman interpreted them and wrote them. Yeah, and so they tried to say that the note could have possibly been like. John telling Patsy what to say and Patsy writing it if they're saying that Patsy wrote this note. Yeah, because, like, a, he writes a book later on. I don't know if he's talking about his company or if he's talking about, like, John Bonet, but he uses and hints a lot in his book. And yeah. in, in her, in Patsy's Christmas letter that year that John Bonet was murdered, she uses it too in, you know, in her Christmas letter, which, like, people say that it's, like, not commonly used, but I mean. I use the word hints a lot. I mean, I don't really, I don't, I, I don't really use it a lot. But like, whenever I was in school, like you know, we had to write essays and stuff like that. Yeah. When you're trying to sound smart, yeah. I would, I mean, I would, I gotta, I gotta take all the help I can get. So like, I mean, I would Google's smart words for essay. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I would use it then. So I mean, if you're trying to be, if you're, you're sending out this Christmas letter, you know, you're, which I mean, I'm sure she probably sounded like that all the fucking time because yeah. But um. So, I mean, I don't know if it's really, like, out of character for them to use it. So, I mean, yeah. I don't really know if it's that weird. Yeah, I don't, I really don't know. And he is a businessman, so, I mean, obviously, he's smart. So, he, yeah. and he goes to a lot of meetings, probably has to write a lot of things. So, he asked, he, he, not only was he trying to sound smart in all of his work, it probably became habit, so. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, which, and we didn't mention this either. I mean, they have other kids that came from other marriages, John had a son and a daughter from another marriage, and she was twenty-two. Yeah, the daughter died four years before John Bonet at the age of twenty-two in a car crash, and then Patsy had a son who uh, was living in Georgia. I yeah. don't know where John's other son was. Um, so they had uh, Melinda Long. I guess that was the the or Elizabeth was the one that died. Elizabeth Ramsey was the one that died. Uh -huh. Um. I believe that Patsy had another daughter. And I didn't even know about this one, but Melinda Long, I believe. Yeah, I didn't know she had another daughter. I knew she had another son, 
and I knew that John had another son and daughter from a marriage. Yeah, John. John's son and daughter was um, John Andrew Ramsey and Elizabeth Ramsey. Elizabeth's the one that died. Uh-huh. But I had one in here that said Melinda Long, but I don't know exactly. Yeah, I don't. I don't what know what that's from. But Burke and John Bonet were from the from from John yeah, and Patsy. Yeah, I mean, whatever way you cut it. I mean, depending. On, I guess depending on how you fall in the line. I mean, they've lost multiple kids. Like mm-hmm. it's, and you know, if you go to the intruder theory, and then the cops are focusing on them, it probably isn't an easy time. Yeah, that's them. true. Um, but I don't really. You want to start getting towards? Well, like one thing. What I, when I think, whenever I was talking about um, the the Burke situation, mm-hmm. they they found like some stuff in the house that was like maybe opened or like the page was folded uh-huh. to like a certain thing, like the um, the hundred eighteen thousand dollars, like there was um, the Bible was open in Patsy's room. And it was to like Psalms one eighteen, which like it has a Bible verse that like basically like comes in line with like sacrifice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like there's some theories that go into like sacrificing and stuff like that. But like that's just kind of I mean that's one like that could be like one of the ironic things. Like she was reading Psalms one eighteen that day. Yeah. One eighteen hundred eighteen thousand sacrifice dead daughter. Uh, yeah, I mean yeah, that's kind of like what they theorize it too. Um, what there was another book in the house that was like had a page folded. Uh, and when they opened it up, it was like that child book of like the child psychology book or whatever. About it incest. Was about incest. And, so yeah. it was kind of like they theorize it to maybe Burke was having like these problems, like these prepubescent problems, like coming yeah. onto his sister. I mean, like we've done Ed- Edmund Kemper. We said that, yeah. he, you know, he came onto his sister or whatever. But One or I mean, two. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe that was a problem that they were trying to deal with. But like, I mean, I. It's yeah. a reach either way you go. Yeah, because that's a th- yeah. I mean, it just depends. That's what's so hard about it because it's just like we don't have anything that says that that's that they were dealing with that problem. Yeah, because like it's weird because like that's not. It's we've never heard about it. Yeah, but that's the thing so is like, like it, we haven't heard about it, but have we not heard about it because it wasn't true or because that was what led to the whole problem and they don't want to talk about it exactly. And so it's like. You can split it either way. Um, I mean, I think we, I think we actually all kind of have a different opinion on what we think happened. Yeah, so we, we'll go ahead and get two. into it. I've got two, and one of them's like a reach. Yeah, a, a big one. But <laughs> you go ahead. Then. <laughs> I'll go with the one that's not a reach first. Uh, the, yeah, save the best for last. <laughs> the uh, the one I think is more probable is you know, I don't know if Burke and John Bonet slept in the same room or close or whatever. I'm assuming they did. I'm assuming they didn't because it was such a big house. Yeah. Well, they didn't sleep in the same room for sure. Well, I mean, like rooms next to each other or but they cl- might close to. Anyways, I'm assuming close like room. maybe he like woke up, seen her or whatever, and got in one of his little deals, you know, book about incest and whatever. So he's like, hey, let's go downstairs and get something to eat. So they go down there. They I'll get show the, you my train set. <laughs> they get the pineapples out. He gives her some. She eats some. Then He's a real romantic if that's true, though. It's just like <laughs> he feeds her first. <laughs> well, he's got to seem like nothing's up. You know, like, hey, let's go get some food because it's the middle of the night. 
And uh, <laughs> I don't think so, Crabtree. <laughs> <laughs> His courting skills are good, though. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. How old was he? Nine? Yeah. yeah. So, like, maybe he's like, well, let's play hide and seek or, you know, something stupid like that. At 3 a.m. <laughs> something stupid like that. Something stupid like that. And knocks her over the head or something. With pretense of a good time, honey. <laughs> no. Maybe he just knocks her over the head. The reason I'm thinking it's him is because they said in the autopsy, they said that her vaginal area didn't have any, like, evidence of semen or anything like that. And mm-hmm. he's nine, and you technically, I guess some people can, but boys usually can't ejaculate at that age. Yeah. But they said that it looked like it had been cleaned with a wet rag or, like, a baby wiper, you know, something like that. Yeah. So, like, maybe. What's the other thing I didn't talk about either is, like, so I wrote just real quick. No, you're fine. But like, um, she had like a really bad problem of like wetting the bed. Yeah. And they know that cause there was like a mat by her bed or in the house somewhere that like, you know, it had like the piss stains in it. Mm-hmm. Well, so that could be, it was kind of like maybe they woke up and the mom was like, Oh, you went to bed. We got to get ready. We're supposed to be leaving for, um, Michigan or whatever, you know? And you know, she's wiping her, you know, cleaning her up. And then an accident happens. She slips and falls, hits her head on, yeah. The cabinet or the bathtub or something like that. Yeah. But go ahead and go back. Well, that's pretty much that. Like, I just, one of my theories is maybe he, middle of the night, nobody's around. He gets in one of his little phases or whatever. He goes for it. Maybe he doesn't mean to make her fall over and hit her head on something. That's where the head injury came from. But he tried to have sex with her or something and, you know, couldn't get off. And, what? Go ahead. I mean, he's nine, so I don't really... But at the same time, he's having these problems for sexual attraction to his sister at age nine, too. So Yeah. And I don't think that if he would have came on to his sister, he would have been smart enough to use his penis. Well, yeah, Because, like, which, I mean, I know he's nine, but, like, what they state is, like, if there was anything used to penetrate, because, like, if there was anything used, it wasn't big enough to really tell. So it would either be like yeah. the point of that paintbrush. Well, I don't think his is going to be that big at that age. <laughs> well, no, exactly. But like, I don't really think that he'd be smart enough to like yeah. know. But I mean, I don't who's think to so say either. that like he's not going to get his jollies out of sticking the paintbrush? You know what I mean? That's true. So like, like I said, both of mine are kind of like reaches, but that was the more probable one out of my two. I, th- I think the other one is maybe the cops did it because they just happened to overlook the room. I mean. And I had a few other things I forgot, but hey, hey. <laughs> the taser marks. If it was a taser, if it wasn't in the train set, there there is a theory that higher ups may yeah. have committed because the they crime. know they know how much money the family has, but not like the you're not talking about like the Boulder Police Department, are you? No, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. Anyways, like right. I just meant like maybe a cop, not. Not the whole the police department. Yeah, that was that's the far reach one. <laughs> Quite a reach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like y'all were talking about earlier, you know, the cops. Well, I talked about the cops overlooking the room and uh, the taser marks, and uh, I forgot. I had a few more reasons, but oh well, that's probably not it. <laughs> Write notes, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't think about that until we were talking. So gotcha. Um. One thing, like, one more theory that I wanted to kind of, like, jump onto, and this is kind of 
this is like the one that I would, if it was, if any theory I want to be true, like I, I wish she was still alive, obviously, but well, obviously. if there's one theory that like I would rather it be true than anything else, it's 9-11. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause I know like, what you're talking. <laughs> I mean, it, and this one's a reach too, but okay. So John Ramsey, he's high up in, you know, he's got ties in with Lockheed Martin, which is the weapons development stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, he can, I don't either. The, you probably know more about it than I do, but Anyway, he would have had, he would have gotten information and seen maybe like the plans for 9-11. 9-11 is an inside job. Yeah. Just, you know, going off <laughs> of, of that Of course theory, it is. Going off of that conspiracy. <laughs> so if he sees it, if he sees like the plans to, you know, bomb the World Trade Center, blow up the World Trade Center, whatever, and he's not willing to play ball, you know, the higher ups, and somebody said it was like the... Canadian government or some <laughs> shit like that. Canada's the most peaceful place on earth. But like he, you know, he's gonna see like what's in who's gonna be in charge. He's gonna have th- this information because he's high up in this business that yeah. you know pertains like with war. So um, he sees the plans. Maybe he's not gonna want. He's not gonna play ball. They kill his daughter. Um, and then I, it, you know, basically it's like they're trying to ruin his fucking life. Yeah. And they're trying yeah. to get him sent away for a long ass time because he knows shit that they don't want him to know. Instead of just killing him and bringing even more heat on them, they try to ruin his life that way. That's it's a fucking reach, but that's one of the theories. Yeah, because yeah. I think what kind of what goes into that is like the idea that they used bombs, and so like they would have been, you know, like the idea of an <clears throat> inside job. They used bombs to blow up parts of the World Trade Center, so they would have been making the bombs. He would have seen those plans. Yeah, and I think the idea is that oh, you don't want to play ball, and then they just, like, kill his daughter, and they're either hoping, like, well, you're going to get sent. I don't you really either go think... to prison or you'll get on board with us. Well, I don't think they're hoping that they'll go to go to prison that much as much as they're thinking, like... He'll get the message. Yeah, like, we took care of one daughter. Like We can take care of your son, too. Basically saying, like, do you want to keep what family you have, I think is what the yeah. notion is. Oh, back to my Burke theory. Like, the parents, you know, wake up, see it, or whatever, so... Like you said earlier, they don't want the other son to go away to their other child or whatever. Or maybe the kid freaked out and was like, Mom, I messed up. Hmm. And so they they help tie her up, make it look like somebody else did it. Yeah. So just want to throw that out there so they didn't think, so everybody didn't just think I thought the nine year old was smart enough to tie her up with her hands behind her back <laughs> and everything. To tie this elusive Garrett <laughs> knife. <laughs> <laughs> um, like that. And that's one, that's, that is one of the theories. I mean, that's. If I'm looking at it, that's kind of what I can speculate is like, you know, Burke, you know, took her down there, attempted yeah. to molest her, things went south, she hit her head or cracked, you know, he hit her over the head. Um, it's not, it's not, probably not the most likely theory that there is. And I mean, it's not, but like when you look back at like BTK, like he yeah. went on for like 30 years and nobody ever suspect, suspected it was him. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it, it's not to say that like it can't fucking happen. I mean, I don't want to think it's true, and yeah. I don't really know what to think on it because there's so many fucking different ways you can go. Um, and seeing as how it's unsolved, nobody exactly. will ever know. But yeah, you know the parents find out, and you know, like you said, they yeah. you know make it make it as to look. You know, they write out this ransom note. They call the police. She does a damn good job in the nine one one letter. Yeah, or the nine one one call. But like that's really like the only theory that I can put enough thought into. Then when, like, you go to the intruder side of it, if somebody was in the house, you know, tased her into her bed, took her downstairs, 
Or she woke up in the middle of the night, went downstairs, grabs a pineapple. Somebody just walked in, and it could have been somebody that was at the party. Yeah. Because they knew $118,000 was the bonus that he got. Um, they had a Christmas like walkthrough of their house a couple days prior. So it could have been somebody that she fucking knew. Yeah. See, that's what I was thinking, too. Maybe there was somebody else that had a key to the house that they thought they could trust. You know, like maybe family or something, and they come in and did it. I got a key to your house, girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, like, I used to kind of think that, I used to kind of think maybe it was in the Ramsey, but my theory has one thing that might be a bit of a reach that, like, there's really no way to prove, but... I actually kind of think it was an intruder. And what I think happened is that um, because we didn't really bring it up, there had been like 100 burglaries in the oh, area yeah. that month. And there was like a whole bunch of it was a bunch of convicted sexual offenders who yeah. lived nearby within two I miles. I forgot about yeah. that too. So. And so I think that either one of those people who lived nearby had seen her or someone who was like going to these pageants yeah because I, I wonder if maybe there was someone who went to these pageants who kind of befriended her like gained trust with her yeah and then got into the house while they were gone like somehow knew they were going to be gone or whatever and then waited for everybody to go to bed then went upstairs woke her up and was like hey i came to visit you and then goes downstairs gets a pineapple to like kind of befriend her and be like well hey you want to go down to the basement and then does all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah. I could see that if they, if they had a key, I could see that. Yeah. I mean, I, like he said, I don't think anybody went through that window. I, I don't know. I mean, one of the things like, <clears throat> to me, it would make more sense if she was already down there because I think like too much noise of being like, Hey, you know, well, but, I mean, it is a big house. Yeah. It's, but, it's true. But like, there's so many fucking rabbit holes you yeah. can go down. So like, I just because I just think Another, like if oh, you if you know them, like if she knows oh, them, yeah, I mean, she's gonna be like, heck yeah, let's, let's go eat some pineapple. Yeah, she's not gonna like she's a little kid, so she's probably not gonna freak out. Like she might might be like in a like naturally like instinct like this is kind of weird. But I mean, I was listening to that thing that about the girl who they in Megan's Law after her neighbor it was kind of the same deal. Like her neighbor was a pedophile. And he just said, hey, I got a new puppy. Do you want to come see my new puppy? And that girl was seven. Yeah. And she went back there, and then he took her I mean, inside. Uh, little, if, if it was somebody she knew, like, for instance, Sharp, her daughter, I could walk into their house 1 o'clock in the morning. She'd be like, hey, what's going on, you know? Yeah. Me and her, and I haven't seen her in a long time, but that's just how she is with me. So I could see that, like, she would just be like, Oh, you know, it's great to see you. Let's go get some food. And oh, what are we doing? Yeah. And that's why I just think, I, and I just also think that it's, it probably wasn't someone who was like buddy buddy with the parents, but either through the pageant cir circuit or just like seeing her around, like living nearby, mm -hmm. they somehow like kind of groomed her and started a thing with her yeah. so that like she, you know, she wouldn't find it weird, but they're also not going to have to go face her parents and like, no one's gonna really know about them. Yeah, that's kind of that's what I think happened. I, I mean, they somehow got inside beforehand. For my intruder theory, like I mean, I, I play, I chalk it to like she, you know, was down there and somebody just like popped right out of the vacuum closet or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> See, like, I just but, don't think the intruder could get in unless they had a key or you know maybe they could pick locks. That's possible. Yeah. There would be no sign of forced entry or anything. They could have locked it back. Once. And like somebody said, somebody said that um, 
Like, this is a rich house. They would have an alarm system. Well, like, this John is 96. Had, no, well, that's not out of the question, but, like, John had to break into his house a whole bunch. That's so, like, true. It's just, like... They he, probably kept it turned off. More than likely, yeah. I mean, that's what I would speculate it to. But, like, I don't know. Like, for me, I just... I can't... I have no... I, have, I really don't have a theory on, like, what happened. Yeah. And I'm not going to, like, you know, say some shit that... Yeah. I mean, I just don't really know. So... Because you can go 700 different ways, you know, with this one. And that's what makes it so intriguing. I mean, like, we're not, like, fans of it, but, I mean, it's just, like, we... This, uh, I've got another kind of far-fetched one, but maybe she was, like, sleepwalking. Children are known to do that a lot and fell and hit her head on something, and it killed her, and they were too worried about people not believing that, oh, she was sleepwalking in the middle of the night, fell down a flight of stairs, hit her head. I don't know. Like I said, far-fetched. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we've all said theories. I think we've talked about it a lot. Um, just to tell this to you, Dustin, it's like 8.51. Yep. Yeah, and this is this could have been a two-parter. <laughs> yeah, this is about <laughs> hence, two hours at, long. Hey, there was hints. <laughs> we're yeah. at an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. So oh, well. um, would we like to... We have any, Anybody have anything else they want to say before we... Call it good and get to the hat trick. Nope, I'm good. Hit us up on iTunes, man. Yeah, yeah. Five stars, please. Five stars, please. Um, we'll be back in a minute. You're supposed to cut it off when I did that. Let me get a soul clap. Let me get a soul clap. What's in my pants? <laughs> What is in Matt's pants? I don't want to know. <laughs> Me neither, but still. <laughs> All right, he so. He listens to these, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Matt, I don't want to know what's in your pants, man. Get over <laughs> I really don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> you won't even show us your chest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, All Matt, right. if you're hearing this, you should totally hit up that girl Tony told us about. <laughs> he wasn't there when that conversation happened. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you work with her. All right, she looks so there you go. <laughs> All right, Michael, let's... <laughs> <laughs> Pick us a good one. The Black Dahlia? Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Uh-huh. If you didn't research this case, you damn sure probably ain't going to research this one. <laughs> it's it's not that I didn't want to research this one. I just forgot. <laughs> the Netflix life is hard for my life. Yeah. I, watched, yeah. <laughs> I watched 22 episodes 40 minutes long in one day. I believe it. Didn't think of lick about our podcast <laughs> um this one's actually fun there's not a <laughs> it's fun <laughs> <laughs> no i mean I like think i've actually heard of this before yeah i mean i hope so <laughs> it's the black dog murder it's um i don't it's gonna be a fun one for us <laughs> <laughs> yeah as you point to you and me yeah i mean like for me and drew like it's gonna be like okay yeah we want we've been wanting to do this one for a while there's yeah. not a lot of research to do on it because it's like, it's kind of like this one where like you can go in a rabbit hole of like speculation. Yeah. But I do that a lot. I know. <laughs> Trust us. Yeah. But um, no, this one's gonna be a fun Sounds one. Like my kind of thing. <laughs> um, when you get into like the gruesome detail, I think you'll like it. 
But anyway. Yeah. I love how you think I'll like it when we get into the gruesome stuff. Well, uh, this one's pretty gruesome. So. Yeah, I feel bad for this lady. Oh, yeah. So Elizabeth Short. Yeah, so we'll be back oh, next week. Oh, is that why y'all think I'll like <laughs> <laughs> So we'll be back next week with the Black Dahlia Murders. Um, hit us up on iTunes. Uh, find us on Instagram. Castbox. Dustin yeah. Crabtree. I'm dbrain10 on Instagram. MichaelDale22. Uh, if you can spell my name right, you can follow me. I don't know what my user thing is. I mean, my name is Dustin Crabtree. So. <laughs> I mean, you can find me by saying Drew Brantz. I think it's dbrain10 is my Instagram. And I think that's also my Snapchat. Yep. Um, and you can send me stuff on Snapchat. So oh, my Snapchat's the same. Yeah, and we have a Twitter account that's just the show, and it's at Hattrick Pod. I've got a personal Twitter account, but I haven't logged into it since like my freshman year. So yeah, um, we have the Facebook page. Uh, yeah, it's like I haven't a, updated. It, it's like a fan time. page, but I mean, it's nobody's on there. We um yeah, it's a group. It's right like now. it's a group. So I mean, if we made a fan page, I mean, it might be a little bit easier. I think that's gonna be one of my aims for season three, as we'll buckle down and like make a fan page for people to just like. Are we a closed group? Yeah. Well, we are, but all you have to do is click that you want, and then we'll accept you. And the reason I made it that way is so if you didn't want people to be like. What's that weird thing that keeps popping up on your news feed? Or if yeah. you wanted to talk to us about a case in it, they can't see it unless they're in the group as well. Yeah. So if you don't want your mother-in-law to be like, why were you talking about people being chopped in half on Facebook? <laughs> like, Don't fucking worry about it. <laughs> yeah, like you could do that there. And I imagine we'll make a page and just keep the group. So if you're yeah. so inclined. but I think it would be better to do something like the... Like how we ran the group on, or how you ran the group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like I think that would be better to do on Instagram. Yeah, and like that might be something that I do. Yeah, Instagram but, gets gets you out there more than Facebook. I think does, Instagram I think. would be fun for us because I follow a lot of podcasts on Instagram. Yeah, so do I. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so we've done a little bit. We've done kind of like some new stuff with the sound, so I'm hoping y'all like that a lot better. Um, we might look into doing some more if we play this back because I mean. I'll play one back every once in a while at work just to see if I can hear it good and because yeah. I mean, it's loud where I work. Um, but I'm anyway. going to get me a new mic so I can sound just as clear as y'all. <laughs> sound pretty good, man. Yeah, I y- think y- it's going to sound... Y'all sound way clearer, though. I think it'll sound all right. Um, and we'll... You know, we've done some stuff here in this room to make it better. Yep. So, uh... It's we're still working in hard. progress. We're working for you guys. Yeah. But anyway, um... Peace out. I'm out. Brush your fucking teeth, everybody. Yeah, don't do drugs. If you do, don't do the wrong kind. (laughs) No crocodile. (laughs) This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that under-deliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time, you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax, limited time offer, prices may vary for delivery.